My today's guest on mental bias is Rebecca Bond, uh, who happened to be a farmer enthusiast and also volunteering coordinator on the Facebook group of Rekoringen, which is quite famous in Oslo, I bet. At least uh, I love it and I started to use it uh, a month ago. I'm very happy that I'm doing it and it's like a win-win situation. So Rebecca, can you tell us uh, briefly about uh, what purpose does this Facebook group serve and uh, how is it beneficial for farmers and uh, consumers? Yeah, so the group uh, on Facebook works as a, a contact platform. So farmers that sell their produce directly to the consumers can post their ad, what they have, and the consumers orders very easy by commenting the post. And this, it's a very simple way for consumers and farmers to get in touch with each other in an organized way. Uh, what about uh, the waste? It, it's also important, this kind of approach that it produces like the zero waste, right? I know that like that it's like tons and tons of food is thrown away from the supermarkets because it spoils. Yeah. So it, there is no such concept in Reco well, Ringen, no, right? This this concept kind of change changes a lot of rules because uh, in the big companies and the stores where food is sold um, usually um, yeah. there ha they have strict rules about how vegetables and fruit and should look right should look yeah and yeah. so here the so the farmers can sell the pro everything so you don't have the edible waste yeah uh, which you have in the in the big and one of the important things is like you should pre-order the food, yes, right? Yes. The food so, you want to consume. Yeah. So that's also you keep it fresh, especially now when the vegetables start to come, and yeah. uh, you only harvest what you have sold. So you don't have to have that extra vegetables. It's not yeah. like a market where yeah. you bring a lot of stuff and you sell whatever yeah one how can one become a member of this group well you you have to find a, there is a map where you can find all the active echo groups but you yeah. have to basically go on facebook and search your town and echo and then you might not find it right away because it's here you know we have to write the group name exactly how okay. it's spelled and how it's you know ordered so i guess uh but there is a map on the reco norway okay which it's all the links to the group mm -hmm. is uh in the map so there is 120 active rings now I think about throughout yeah. Europe. Yeah. No, in Norway. In Norway, wow. Totally, it's uh, with all the reco spreading now in different countries. There are more than five hundred. Cool. Yeah. So, and in most of them are in Sweden, Norway, and Finland, and then now they're spreading to the states and Australia. Just got it, and then they really, really like it. So a lot of farmers start reco all over the place so cool. it's become this global 
phenomena. <laughs> yeah. Global pandemic in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, and because of the pandemic, this has, you know, boosted? Yeah, boosted because lots of farmers market had to close and then they needed another way to mm. to sell their produce. And also it it kind of activated this topic of health, right? Um, because people uh, have become more concerned about health and of course organic food is yeah. directly connected yeah. with So a lot of um, organic farmers that produce small or small scale and maybe have other qualities uh, than what you find in the stores. You, mm. They need other ways to sell their produce. Yeah, the most common way, you know, is to sell their produce in farmer's market. But this has become a new way of thinking. And and a lot of um, customers that need fresh vegetables, they look different places. I think I just remember the product I just purchased recently on Recording, and, and it's maybe unpasteurized or low-pasteurized butter. Yeah. And it is yeah. amazing. Yes. It is amazing. I yeah. love it. Uh, you cannot find such kind of product on in the supermarket no. because the mass production avoids such kind of things. But when the farmers do that, it's like amazing. It's, yeah. it's totally yeah. delicious. <laughs> and it has like its own digestive bacteria in it and yeah. the enzymes. So yeah. if you're lactose intolerant or something, it's the best option for you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess in the industry they they do it cheap and fast and they uh, you lose a lot of quality on the way. So this is so yeah that butter that you're talking about I think I just won a prize for the best uh, milk product in Norway because of the taste. I also buy that butter. It's really good. So, yeah, and it tastes different too. Of course. And it's uh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And you eat it differently because you yeah. know that it's a real butter. Yeah. Yeah. To take time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I know this farmer and she just started, you know, trying out making uh, milk products from her she ha- only have a few cows and you know trying out and then Reku came and she you know posted an ad and everyone went completely crazy with her produce so and then she she had more money to invest in a barn and a, a bigger creamery and her business could grow and she could actually make a living of her few cows amazing what about you by the way (laughs) what do you produce no well i just moved back to the farm where i grew up and uh, it's a it has not been producing food there for quite some years so the lots of work lots of work the buildings are run down and uh, and the pastures are there are no um, fences and everything you know has to be started from scratch again so and then I just bought cows 
and uh, because of the new technology with no fence this uh, they wear this color and mm. I don't need to fence the whole forest Whoa. so that was very helpful because <laughs> how does it work so yeah so they it's uh, you have this app and uh, you you kind of fence your cows with the the color so yeah. they get you know electricity if yeah, they yeah. but they get a sound signal okay it's before, first. before and yeah. then they learn that so when they hear the sound they they move away from the where they're not Whoa. supposed to go so and it works really well so uh, so this is become a really i think it will changed a lot of uh, opportunities cool. for farmers that really want to have their cows grazing more. How much does the app cost? It's a bit expensive. That's the the problem now. But, but less expensive than the actual fence, right? Yeah, it, it it's a really hard work to put up fences and you have to maintain them. Yeah. And uh, it wouldn't wouldn't have been an option just because it's five kilometers with fencing. <laughs> it would have been a lot of work for me. So... And I only have 10 cows. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit hard when you have a few animals and have large fences. <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, yeah, so it's the first season uh, with the cows. So we're going to uh, take them out in mid-May. And so I'm <laughs> looking forward to that. Yeah. So, but that's, yeah, I guess meat production, but. My motivation is to keep uh, the fields and the the pastures uh, open and uh, keep grazing animals. And then I'm borrowing my neighbor's barn, so I don't have to build a, a no farmhouse. Yeah, so sustainable. Yeah. yeah, so and it's cheap, and he's happy to help out. So it's a win-win. Cool. So yeah, maybe someday I will. I have uh, grass-fed uh, beef on the on the reco, but <laughs> would be great. Yeah, but they have to grow, you know. And then so it's the cow's piece is like a meat piece, right? Yeah. It's not the milk production. No, yeah. I don't have milk. Maybe one day it would be great, but uh, uh, we need to plan that a bit <laughs> first. Yeah. So and then I grow a bit vegetables. So last year I sold vegetables in Reco cool. for the first time. That was fun because I've been working with Reco since 2017, and we selling stuff was really cool. exciting. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So when's the season for the wedges? Well, if you're good, you might already have some. But wow. you know, if you have a greenhouse and you start early and mm. have, but. Usually, maybe in the end of May, some of the some of the farmers can pr- deliver, you know, some of the early salads and stuff. Uh, but I guess you have to wait until August for most of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already having some sprouts of the yeah. broccoli and yeah. zucchini. Yeah, I know, and and some sell sprouts all year round. Yeah. So, yeah. and. Uh, if you have the facilities for doing that. I know uh, it's a big market and people want vegetables all year round. So I hope uh, some farmers here try that out too. How many active users does the Rico Ringen have at the moment in uh, Norway? Well, 
active users is hard to to know mm. because but members in the groups I think last count was about uh, something around six hundred thousand uh, members altogether in all the groups if you add it up. Yeah, yeah. But active members uh, is a bit uh, you know before Christmas and everyone wants the good stuff. You have a lot of active, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. all year round and not uh, that many. But still, it's a lot of thousand, and let's say and all these farmers sell a lot of stuff. So this is. Uh, yeah. Is the uh, does the uh, supply meet the demand before the holidays? Let's say before Christmas, are the local farmers enough, and they produce enough to meet the needs of the consumer? It's uh, in the beginning, there was a big, uh, you know, people were asking, we need this, we need that. Yeah. And asking the group. And we also were really active, you yeah. know, trying to ask the consumers, is there something missing here? Yeah. What What do the farmers need to, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the farmers were like, okay, we can do that. And then they started... Lots of vegetables, uh, small-scale vegetables farmers has actually... Uh, started Sprouted. out because of the echo. So, and because there was a big demand on on vegetables and a bigger variety of vegetables. So, uh, and um, I I think there are, you know, still uh, ways to go to you know meet the market and still continue asking, and the consumers must say you know what they want, and then the farmers can can respond to that and i think uh, you know the the butter example you know this uh, farmer she she's the only here on the on the market uh, yeah so and she has to you know choose which reco to go to every week and she, yeah, i guess it could be more but you know the, it's it's a lot of investment and planning to actually meet the market we don't have that much cheese and Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of stuff that I want. <laughs> I uh, would appreciate in my Ireko. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of meat, and I guess that's uh, uh, scaring away some vegetarians. <laughs> well, you don't need to buy meat. So uh, I've been actually wanting organic bread for a while. Uh, And uh, now, I, after a few times, I've, uh, I've you know, the sardo bakers. I started to do yeah. that after last Wolleringa. I bought the sourdough. Yes. I, I started, uh, yeah. I bought everything I need. Yeah. And I'm baking my own bread. And that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, well, well, I'm not a good baker. So I really want to buy the the bread yeah. ready yeah, made. Yeah. So, but, but then... There hasn't been any bakers that could deliver it, but I think now there is organic uh, baker that wants to deliver to Lillestrøm. So, yeah, <laughs> but we can't. You know, this is a kind of moving. Yeah, we need to to communicate with the farmers and the producers and see what's possible. And I think. If we communicate and have this uh, talk, it's uh, it's gonna change, you know. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So all these small changes kind of goes in the directions where we want to go. So yeah.
basically yeah. let's say that it's uh, it's not that a that big scale but um it is the best quality right yeah. it's the premium quality right yeah yeah it's very now become uh, the main sales model where some of the farmers you know they don't want to sell their produce in a, to a, on a low price to some consumers that doesn't appreciate the quality so this is you know these consumers appreciate the quality and and knows what they 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 know what they want and everyone's happy about it so it's a really good situation of course <laughs> yeah so course. so and there is a growing awareness of what how farming actually and the farming methods changes the quality of the food can we talk about that more yeah uh like you are in the meat production right now you have <laughs> just started with the meat yeah, production yeah what is the difference between organic meat or organic beef and industrial beef let's say uh can you explain it to the listeners and uh because i mean i i keep meeting lots of people still around who still think that is meat is meat and there is no much difference between how are they produced yeah. and can we clarify that <laughs> for them well it's not that simple it's not a, a really strict line between organic and an industry so and i would say that every farm is different so mm. And what 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 I see is that you know farming tends to in the big scale tends to have the animals inside and less grazing and less grass. They actually eat more constant corn. yeah corn and concentrate you know and soy I guess yes a lot of most uh, and why is the corn and soy bad? <laughs> It's not. Actually, bad in itself. It's yeah. the way that it's produced. Yeah. So that's the problem with the soy and the and the corn. And how are they produced? They are produced uh, mostly in South America, where there used to be rainforest. That's the problem. Okay. And then the, the increased demand on corn and soy actually forces, or it's actually a way of um stimulating to more rainforest being cut down. So that's why we want to you know other than the a, rainforest. Uh are there like I've heard that it's like soy is heavily spread by the pesticides. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. And um yeah we can you can just google and check the effects of the pesticides on the human yeah. health. Yeah. Right? No, and yeah. it also it just gets in the meat, right? And after that, you eat that meat, and yeah, yeah. It's especially for the nature where it's produced. Yeah. Also, it's a problem. Exactly. So that's what I personally think is a problem. Mm. And also, it's the the concentrate is also. Uh, Uh, palm oil actually mm. uh, a pretty big amount of palm oil what you feed to the animals no. which is also a problem no. with the, so you have all these uh, problems with 
and it's cheaper so farmers tend to to feed animals this concentrate because it's uh, it's more efficient it's easier and i don't know mm. yeah so that's why a lot of farmers that build expensive buildings you know need to find efficient ways to produce more and faster and cheaper and mm-hmm. then uh, forget about what's actually the quality of the pro- product mm. and the and the effect on nature and mm. like on, on the if you look a bit wider and and see the whole picture it's actually not sustainable and it's far from sustainable so there are now a lot of farmers wanting to do some different methods producing mm. food and even if you're big or small you can actually do these changes and then there are consumers that are willing to pay for for the this, this food and other qualities exactly yeah so and it's actually changing the the quality of the product too so you see uh, cattle eating 100% grass have a different price yeah <laughs> a different price and but demand yes but the the quality with the omega-3 and omega-6 uh, balance you cannot is, even is, compare yeah so it's it's healthier uh, too. Of course. Uh, so it's uh, it's a bit um, yeah. You wonder. <laughs> Are your cows grass fed? Yeah, well, not hundred percent actually, but it's we don't buy. Uh, we feed them with homegrown uh, barley oh, or cool. oats. It's actually called oats. Yeah, havre. <laughs> yeah so which is grown on the farm and it's only for the the cows that just had a calf so okay. it's not it's not like we don't force feed them to grow really fast it's just a, a little treat for just them. let me know yeah. when it's the time okay yes yes <laughs> i'm the first one in the yeah, life yeah <laughs> yeah uh we we uh, you know i only got my three first calves this spring you know and it takes a few years before they actually grow up and then it's uh it will take a while before i actually have some produce but my main my main goal with these animals is actually to have a a good uh, biodiversity on the farm and to Mm, to produce the vegetables i guess right yeah and you get you get you get uh, manure and yeah. the the pastures get really nice with the because now the mm. pastures are actually uh, becoming a forest and not like <laughs> you can't mm. in 10 years it will just be a forest there so we want to keep the landscape open and cool. we have all these uh, insects that needs open landscape so so this is uh, something in between nature so they mm. have a lot of space and we're going to try out this this fencing system <laughs> with an app and, uh, and what is the uh, what is the area of your farm and how many cows can it fit ideally mm, well, if you look back in time um, from where my great grandparents ran the farm yeah. there were maybe about 10 cows mm. you have to produce 
whatever the animals need on farm and not having to buy anything. Okay. That's my goal. I don't want to buy any self-sufficient uh, yeah, farm. Yeah. So so maybe I will I won't have more than 10 uh, cows. So I have 10 calves a year that I think it's a good good number. It's not my main income. It's uh, but it's uh, it's a um, way of make the landscape to nature. Yeah, basically. to nature and all the birds and insects and flowers that I want to have there. Mm. It's it's just uh, beautiful. Yeah, that's uh, my goal with this. Yeah. How how being a farmer has changed you spiritually, <laughs> I mean, emotionally. Yeah, it's uh it's a bit different. I I work with agriculture all my life. Like I've studied agriculture on uh, many years and I've been working with it. So and then when I suddenly have to take choices and to to you know plan what I want to do and my goal with the farm is uh, very interesting and it's and it makes me not as easy as I thought it would be mm. because whenever I I ask for advice in the in the agriculture you know office they they it tends to not be the answers I want to hear or help that I really need so it's I uh, you have to spend a lot of time outside and look at what animals and birds that wants to you know land and it's uh, interesting to think that I am actually in charge of what's uh, being able to thrive there so the benefits are like you're getting to um, you're getting closer to the nature yeah. and yeah. Uh, also you are closer to the soil and there is like huge emotional benefits and but still I believe that it's a little bit um, romantic from my side for example it's my dream to live like life like that but I don't realize with what challenges can it be associated, right? It's a hard work. It's like yeah. everyday hard work, right? Yeah. And as you said, uh, there is no ready-made solutions, right? With the problems you might encounter. It's like, it's about your practicality and it's about improvisation, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I got it correctly. Yeah, yeah. You, if you have a problem and you have to solve it, right there and then you don't have any time to think and you just have to <laughs> but still do the research yeah you can't just read a book and then they come yeah. back tomorrow yeah, yeah. so um, yeah it's uh, it's really interesting it's uh, we have all these uh, it's a forest and pastures it's kind of uh, yeah we go for a walk there every day and see the changes in the season and the first year we were like yeah, we're going to do all this. But um, yeah, it, after a while, we're like, yeah, this takes time. <laughs> yeah. So this is a long project. That's um, a life yeah, project. Yeah, it's a life project. And, uh, you know, we have to dig every hole to plant a tree. And we have all these uh, soil living uh, rats. Oh, uh, what do you are they good or are they bad for they, you? 
I'm system. not sh- sure. They probably have some. Ah, I know that. Ben- yeah. It has something, a uh, different name. Uh, let me remember. We, we call it uh, Earth Rats. Earth Rats, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is some, something different in English. I don't remember. Mm, yeah. But they eat uh, some um, crops, I guess. But they o- they're also beneficial because they eat some harmful insects down there. In the, in the soil, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they probably they feed have those. some role. Yeah. But for me, it's become a problem because I wanted to plant all these trees and, uh, yeah. and berry bushes. And they, and they keep eating those? Yeah, they eat the roots. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... Uh, well, you have to get some cats then. Yeah, we have one cat, and it's uh, it really become really fat, and but it's <laughs> eating hard. those. Yeah, but it's hard to catch them because they they have their community underground. Okay. And they yeah see the cat waiting where their hole is, like sitting there all day, like. But they have this whole network with the tunnels underground. Yeah. So yeah. So they're like underground artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But uh, mostly it's, uh, it's a good thing. I think they loosen the, the earth also. So the soil becomes really crumbly and nice. Mm. So okay. it's not all bad, <laughs> mm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so th- th- there should be some balance, I guess. With yeah, the I'm relying on the badger. Because we have a badger and I'm relying on it so that it will actually eat it. Mm. We have a badger under the barn. So, uh, yeah. And then actually can dig up the tunnels and find where they are. And then maybe keep the balance. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So what would be like the final advice to the, uh, to the interested audience? Why is it better to move to the organic side of things? Well, uh, if we talk about Reco, when you buy it directly from the farmer, the farmer gets 100% of what you pay for it. So mm. it, this is a way of supporting the agriculture that you want. And What about the health? The health benefits also, I think, but also nature and the you know there's no uh pesticide use and and i guess the the remains of the pesticides also in your food is not there which i guess we're assuming that it's not very good for you to eat a lot of pesticides. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat that's, lots of pesticides, people. That's, I think <laughs> don't that's, do that. That's that's my immediate thought that it, it's not very good for you. It's not about thinking. It's yeah. there are like huge research done already that it's causing lots of lots of. Yeah, it co- it's, we know, it causes like yeah. DNA damage. It causes yeah. like cancer. Yeah. Dementia, like yeah. lots of bad yeah. things are caused by the yeah. pesticides. Yeah. And um, you you just mentioned the altruistic side of the of the organic consumption, right? You yeah. just mentioned the nature and the boosting the local production and helping local farmers. But I, for example, as a as an egoistic consumer, am concerned <laughs> about my health, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. health wise, it's like super healthy food. And it's not only healthy, it's 
also delicious. Yeah. I have actually forgotten the taste of like real vegetables or real yeah. meat. And I just started to taste those things and it's amazing. It's like rediscovering the life again. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And also lots of research uh, suggests that it's more nutritious, as you have mentioned, like the beef, right? Grass-fed mm -hmm. beef, organic, it's like full of omega-3s. The same thing with the vegetables, yeah. the same thing with other meat pro production, right? And I yeah. don't see any negative side of it. And it doesn't, well, I mean, it's too good to be true, I guess. <laughs> the the, the only, only negative is the price, but it's... But it's uh, but it's totally worth it. I yeah. mean, it's totally worth. You it. might have to change what you eat a bit. Maybe you don't have to have the the most expensive beef all the time, or yeah. you know, and there are filet mignon <laughs> every day. <laughs> you, there are ways to find good quality food and not being completely broke by it. You just have to plan plan better and. And, you know, there is a lot of vegetables that it's not that pricey, like potatoes and and some root vegetables that are easily grown and and easily grown organic, too. So it's just uh, we're just thought to think that's impossible to achieve. And it's actually not. It's just the whole system that's built up for benefiting different you know we have, we need to change from the bottom and uh, and it's possible and uh, yeah, I think um, the health benefits it's hard to prove but it's easy to taste well, <laughs> yeah. sure. we yeah. have we have strawberries on our farm it's easy to prove I guess still yeah. I have lots of research out there, yeah so. I know I've seen I also read a lot of research yeah, on it but yeah. And it's, it's um, uh, yeah, we have strawberries and they taste so good. And if you go to the store and buy those plastic package yeah. <laughs> strawberries, they just... Plastic package with the plastic content. Yeah, <laughs> and they come from Mexico or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And they, you can bounce them like a ball. <laughs> because they're made to they're actually bred to last you know a whole yeah. you know they have transportation to, the whole transportation and then last in the shelf for a long time so but if if you pick it and eat one in yeah. your field you're like okay this is it yeah of course this is how it's supposed to be so so recording guys yeah <laughs> just yeah search it on the facebook yeah yeah. And it will change your health, it will change your life. And yeah, yeah it's good for the karma, I guess, too, if yeah. you believe in it. And you might get to meet fun people there, too. Yeah, yeah for with sure. With uh, farmers that you can get to know and other uh, consumers that also love sure. good food. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. Good thank to have you. you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's fun to talk about good Great. food. Great. Yeah.